another episode of Dr. Me First. I'm your colleague in medicine and coach in life, Dr. Freaking Aaron Wiseman, and I am talking with a wonderful DO colleague today, Dr. Pori Shaw. She is going to be talking about pausing and the spaces between our thoughts. And I'm really excited to share in our kick of encouragement, Dr. Shaw has given us a meditation to do. So there you go, a conversation and a little bit of meditation homework. So listen to our conversation, then find a nice cozy place where you can settle into this meditation as well. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Pori Shaw. It's so great to have you here with me today. Hi, it's so great to be here. Thanks so much, Erin. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, I'll give you the short, long story. So my parents are from India, and originally they taught me to meditate and practice yoga when I was about 10 years old. And my mom was very much into natural remedies when anyone in our family would get sick. Um, She wasn't really into the Western medicine world, but fast forward, I ended up going to osteopathic medical school and doing a family medicine residency, noticing that there was this group of patients that fall into the gap of, well, there's nothing we can do for that. And those are the ones that Western medicine can't help. So even before my burnout set in, that was my clue that traditional family medicine might not be for me. So I began to study osteopathic manual medicine and integrative medicine by working in mentors' offices. There is nothing better than on-the-job training, as we doctors know. (laughs) And eventually I started my own osteopathic manual medicine practice, treating patients for things like migraines, sports injuries, and chronic pain. And I had great results. And then over the years, I added in integrative medicine consultations and health and wellness coaching. And so I work part-time and I have longer high quality visits, which really allow me to know and to care for my patients. So I feel really lucky that I have found a way to practice medicine on my own terms. And so I'm very grateful. Now with becoming a DO, did you stumble into that or did you intentionally pick osteopathic medicine? I actually intentionally picked it. I grew up in Michigan, which is the state with the most um, actively trained DOs. And when I was in high school, I was in a program where I actually worked at a doctor's office in the afternoons after school and he was a DO. And so I learned, he was, he was actually a cardiologist who started one of the first cardiac rehab units in Michigan because rehabilitation wasn't really popular in the 80s. So that was kind of the, um, the beginning to my um, opening my eyes to osteopathy and osteopathic medicine. Awesome. You know, the reason I became a DO is pretty similar. I had like shadowed doctors and done a... Um, kind of like that, an after-school type program in high school. And then as I was trying to get more hours for my application for medical school, I just noticed that, like, (laughs) DOs smiled more, and they, like, touched their patients, and they hugged their patients, and it was just, like, something a little bit different. And I was like, I want that. That's what I want. 
And so I'm so proud to be a DO and to have osteopathic medicine is one of my tools and my tool belt. And I always love to hear like how other people came into the DO fold. Absolutely. We'll talk a little bit about your word today, which is pause. And tell me why you picked. Okay. So I think that pause might be the word for 2020. Um, we are living in a society that never stops. And really, we are in sympathetic overload 24-7. There used to be a pause between parts of the day, between activities, between sentences, and even between breaths. We have filled up those pauses with texts and emails and social media and endless mind chatter. But those pauses are really vital to our lives and without them, it's hard to be in the present moment. In some meditation practices, they talk about the space between your thoughts and it's believed that that space is where we gain clarity and peace which allows us to control our emotions and make better decisions. So if you can sit still and learn to enjoy the stillness, that's when you learn to be instead of do. And we definitely live in a society that is all about do, do, do. And living in the parasympathetic, right? The, that relaxation phase, the majority of the time is when healing happens for our bodies as well. So this pandemic, as horrible as it has been, has given many of my physicians, of course, not the ones on the front lines, but other physicians, a chance to really pause and reflect on life. Absolutely. I mean, I've even seen where people are terming this the great pause. And I love that term. And I, it just gave me like tingles down my spine mm -hmm. about the space between your thoughts and it's an uncomfortable space, but learning to sit in that, you're so right. So much healing, so much insight, so much creativity comes from that space. Exactly. You know, there's a reason that, you know, Fortune 500 CEOs and celebrities and athletes meditate because it's a really great tool to access that pause, that space. And as you sit more and you become more comfortable with that space, I think that's when you get that clarity, the creativity, the expansion, and you're able to make better decisions and be more in alignment with your truth. So I'm really excited for to ask you, what meditation do you use or that you are, are teaching as well? Sure. So my, as I said, my meditation journey started when I was around 10 years old. My parents taught me to meditate with mantras. And so I will tell you that for me, it got me through my hardest days, through medical school, through residency, board exams, you name it. I did my residency at um, Drew University in Compton, California. So you can imagine the gang violence and the shootings that I encountered during my time in the trauma ER. During that rotation, I would actually go home and sacrifice 15 minutes of sleep to meditate. And as you know, I was probably only getting about four hours of sleep during that time every night. But I tell you that 15 minutes of meditation really got me through the death and the disease that I saw close up. 
So currently I meditate about 20 to 30 minutes a day in the mornings, sometimes less, sometimes more. If I miss my morning meditation, I make it up at bedtime. But I, I will tell you that I honestly crave it. Mm, I agree with that. So I'm new to meditation. I started meditating a little over a year ago. And I had done like before, like the Shavasana at the end of yoga class or like the Headspace app. And I just really wasn't, it wasn't a thing for me. But I think it was because I didn't have a meditation teacher that I related to or um, even words that I related to when it came to meditation. And I took a course with Dr. Jill Weiner, and she taught me how to meditate. She calls hers the rest technique, but it sounds very similar. It's either 15 or 20 minutes. And it changed my life. I can tell when I don't meditate on a regular basis, I blow my top. I, I, I just, it's, it, what meditation does for me is it almost like helps take out the garbage so that when things come in, I'm not overflowing at that point. And I just have the adaptability both externally, but then like internally in my headspace. So I love that. That's great. I'm so proud of you for having a meditation practice because it's not an easy thing to do. Um, I would agree with you with all of those points. Um, and for me, meditation takes the edge off of life. It gives me perspective. I don't sweat the small stuff. And I feel like I just feel more grounded, more calmer. The, the one comment I get a lot, which I think is really funny, is people tell me that I have a very slow cadence to my voice. And I think it's because of years and years of meditation and just being able to slow down and to really use my thoughts, um, use my use my time to create the right thoughts to say the right things that I want that I'm trying to say, if that makes any sense. Total sense. And you know, the other thing, not just the actual meditation and, and sitting in it, but I have found that when I allow myself to take the time and acknowledge the importance of it, of the 15 minutes, because in the grand scheme of things, it's 15 minutes, you know, it's quarter of an hour. It, it it, it really isn't that huge a time, but we make it such a big deal like, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time for 15 minutes. I don't have time for 20 minutes to sit down. I don't have time for 30 minutes. But when you like carve that out and you're like, I do have time, that has really helped me show other things in my life that I'm like, no, this is important. Actually, I do have time to have a 10 minute conversation with a colleague who's struggling or I do have a half hour to sit down and watch a show with my kids when instead I would rather be doing xyz for work you know what i mean does does that is that just me being crazy <laughs> or is that another thing that you've seen no absolutely i think that you you have really hit the gold mine on what meditation is about and what self-care is about because meditation is a self-care practice and so if we take time for ourselves even that short 15 minutes it makes you realize you can take time for a lot of other things. And I think just even a general med med meditation practice, what it does, when you quiet your thoughts, time feels different. The day feels different. Don't you, would you agree? Oh, absolutely. I was on mute and I was sitting here like shaking my head all over the place. Like, yes, like time does feel it doesn't feel like it's fleeting, like something I can never catch. It's instead, it feels like it's here in a bucket and it just is trickling out instead of through the day. 
And so I would encourage anyone who's listening, like find what works for you, find what resonates for you. And don't just stop at like one app or one (laughs) yoga Shavasana session. Like there's millions of things out there. And actually, Dr. Shaw, you have some recorded meditations that you were telling me about before we got on the recording here. Do you care to share a little bit more about them? Sure, I'd be happy to. One of the things I learned about during my integrative medicine training is called guided imagery. And guided imagery is basically just guided meditations that um, use your senses to really get you into a calmer state. So um, what they do is they give you, again, an instrument. So the word mantra, man means mind and tra means instrument. So a mantra, a word that you repeat over and over in meditation, is a mind instrument. It's a tool that you use to focus your mind. It's the same thing whether you use guided imagery meditations, a guided voice, walking you through a forest or taking you out to the beach. You can use, you know, breathing techniques, again, as a focus point. You can gaze at a candle. So these are all different ways that you can you, you can meditate that don't have to be I close my eyes and everything has to be silent and my thoughts are gone because that is never going to happen. It's impossible to remove thoughts from your head, but what we're trying to do is not engage or react to the thoughts. It's really about controlling the thoughts and not letting the thoughts control you. Yeah, so true. I had it explained to me just as the heart beats that the brain has thoughts and how I experience meditation is almost like diving down in a pool down deep and then like resurfacing back up. And it's like that kind of flowy feeling coming up and down and up and down. And, and it's not like you sit down and start going, um, it doesn't just pop away like that. It really does come kind of in those waves. So I love that. And I love that we, we have this opportunity to share your guided recorded meditations as well. And those are on your website. And I'll make sure that I put a link in the show notes. Anything else that you want to share? Any recent inspiration that you've had? The pandemic, I think, has been a really hard time from what I'm hearing from my friends who are providers and, you know, if, you, if you're not on the front lines, the rest of us, it seems like our practices have really, you know, declined in terms of patient volume and people are worried about money and worried about what they're going to do. But maybe let's take the perspective of, again, this is a time where we can pause and we can really decide what is important in our lives. Are we doing the things that we really love? Are we taking care of the people that we really love? and use this opportunity as something, you know, that we can really change and develop because we never have time to do those things in regular life. So, you know, and I'm not saying that the pandemic is a great thing that happened to us, of course, but there are, there is some good in it. And if we can use this time to look at the great pause, as everyone's calling it, we can really make changes in our lives and hopefully sustain those. Thanks, Dr. Shaw, for that great conversation, and thanks for this meditation that you sent me. Everybody, it's called Navigating Your Emotions. So sit tight, snuggle in, and let's start having some more space between our thoughts. 
This guided imagery exercise is meant to help you release unwanted or excessive feelings of fear, anger, sadness, frustration, grief, loss, confusion, and many others. This is your experience. Know that you are safe and can open your eyes at any time. If your mind starts to wander, bring it back to your breath or to the sound of my voice. There's no wrong way to do this. Try to be open to whatever comes. So let's begin by getting into comfortable posture. You can be sitting or lying down. Make sure you are somewhere you won't be disturbed. Uncross your arms and legs and sink into the surface beneath you. If you can, gently close your eyes. Start by taking a deep breath in and out. As you breathe, allow the air to come all the way down into your belly. Invite your belly to rise as you inhale and fall as you exhale. Let's try that. Inhale. Exhale. Start to come into present moment awareness and release any unwanted thoughts. Let them float away. Notice any places that hold tension in your body and allow them to soften. Relax your head, your face, and your jaw. Soften your neck, your chest, shoulders, Relax your right arm and left arm. Release any tension in your upper, mid, and lower back. Soften your belly. Relax your organs. your pelvic bones and hips, your bum, relax your right leg and left leg, relax your feet, feel ease in your entire body.
as you relax, pay attention to your breath as it starts to slow down. One more big inhale. And exhale. The earth supports you and you are safe. Now let's take a trip. Imagine you are at a beautiful beach. It could be a beach you really like or one you've never been to. It's such a pleasant day and you decide to take a walk. You can sit as well on the beach. The warm sand is under your feet. A strong breeze moves through you as you watch the ocean waves. You hear them crashing onto the shore. The sky is a lovely, vibrant blue. The temperature is perfectly to your liking. You notice the pleasant smell of the salty air and feel the bright sun shining on your face. Its warmth feels so nourishing. Notice how peaceful it is at this time of the day. It's the kind of day you really enjoy and it reminds you of the gift that is life. As wonderful as this scene is, you're aware of some uneasy feelings in your body. See if you can determine what emotions you're holding on to. It may be one or many. What are you feeling? What shows up for you? Now that you have figured out which feeling or feelings are present, take a minute to picture what it looks and feels like. Can you form an image that describes the emotion or emotions. Does the emotion have a color? Does it possess any qualities? A fragrance? Is there any noise coming from the emotion? Does it feel hot or cold?
take a moment to use your mind's eye to really come up with a picture. You have a good sense of this emotion now. Do you sense it in a particular place in your body? Does it sit in a certain organ, like the heart, or a certain region, like your shoulders? Follow this emotion until you figure out where it resides. Once you've found its location, try to get an idea of if it is stuck deep inside the body or does it lie more superficial? Is it slimy or sticky? Does it easily peel away from your body? You are going to gently collect this feeling. If you can, take a container of some sort or a large bubble and put it around the emotion. Once you've completely surrounded it, seal it off. Make sure it is airtight and that none of it will seep out. You've contained this emotion. Now ask yourself, without judgment, if you are ready to let go of this feeling. Are you ready to let go of this container? If the answer is no, that you are not ready to release this feeling, that is perfectly fine. It is walled off and it can't hurt you or drain you anymore. If the answer is yes, you are ready to release this feeling. Take that container and imagine lifting it out of your body. Let the strong breeze on the beach carry it away and let it fall into the ocean. The powerful waves receive it and take it far away.
Allow the ocean wind to move through you, taking any leftover bits out of your body and into the water. Without those heavy feelings, your body and spirit begin to rejuvenate. Cells and organs experience renewal. You feel more centered and balanced. You are freer, more energetic, and ready to face the challenges of the day. Your optimism and positive spirit return. This does not mean you have forgotten, but you've merely let go of the pain. See yourself taking a step forward out of the suffering. Send compassion to yourself for all that you are enduring. Forgive yourself for any mistakes. Take a moment to look again at the beautiful beach scene. Send your gratitude to the seashore for its help. Feel the sun and wind once more and say goodbye for now. This healing ocean experience is with you always and you can return again. And each time you do, your experience will deepen. It's time to return to your waking state. Take a deep breath once more. If you feel inclined, begin to stretch and move. Wiggle your fingers and move your feet. Start to hear the sounds around you. Slowly come back into the room. When you are ready, open your eyes. You're prepared to enter the world feeling full of life, alert and ready for whatever comes next. Thank you. Wishing you peace and good health.